0: Hello, hello, hello to all of my magic makers. Kelsey Foremost here, your host of Find Your Magic, the podcast where mental health and entrepreneurship meet. And today it's just me. It is a solo episode because I have a lot of announcements that have kind of piled up that I am feeling really ready to share with you. Um, I want to start by saying, before I get into all of these announcements, that I'm really, really excited about where 2024 is going to take me, this community, my company, Magic Words Copywriting. There's a lot of shifts happening that feel really good and really aligned, and I'm thrilled that you are going to be part of it. Okay, first things first. I want to tell you straight up before I get into any big announcements that Magic Words Copywriting, my company, is not going anywhere. The only thing that's not going to be happening for right now is one on one copywriting services. But all of the courses that I currently have are not only going to still be available, they are all getting glow ups. There's going to be new courses and I will get into what those are, what that's going to look like. Essentially, I took a hard look at last year. I built a membership BYOB which stood for stands for build your own business. And inside that membership, I really got an inside look at where people are struggling when it comes to not just planning their business, but actually executing in their business. Like, where are people getting speed bumps and roadblocks when it comes to actually hitting publish, actually optimizing? their brands, their websites, their online presence, like where are people falling through the cracks? And what I found was that there was a lot of rhetoric that was shared across the board with every single member, which was that there is just so much noise out there on, especially social media, but, you know, on the internet in general, there's a lot of What I've seen referred to as bro marketing, love that term. Sorry to have it be gendered, guys, but um, yeah, bro marketing, (laughs) where things just feel really salesy. It feels pushy. It feels like if you don't join this thing now, then you're going to fail. There's a lot of what I hate, which is that arbitrary numbers game where it's like your first six-figure year or uh, you should be making 10k months and these big, like, overpromising statements that just feel really icky, and it feels like a lot of pressure. And I know I'm not alone when I say that that is not how I do my best work and do my best business. Um, certainly not for the type of life that I'm trying to build. So all this to say, in a year of running that membership, build your own business. What I found was that people are craving more specific quick wins rather than sweeping uh, courses that teach you everything. So, for example, rather than taking a like five hour long or like eight week long class on how to um, set yourself up as a business or whatever an online business, rather than doing that, people just want to know, like, I just want to know how to write emails, or I just want to know how to use Chat GPT, for example, my most popular course last year. Or I just want to know how to pitch press so that I can start getting some logos on my website. People are craving isolated, quick wins so that they can just do it, learn it, and move on. So... After seeing that and after seeing how people responded to BYOB, the big pivot is that I am going to pause BYOB as a membership. And for anybody who doesn't know, BYOB was a monthly membership where you would pay a monthly membership fee and every single month you would get a new mini course a new um, like worksheet or something that helped you execute that mini course. There was a live group coaching call where people could ask questions. And then the fourth week of the month, we did like optimize and publish, actually get the thing out into the world. And then at the end of the month, all that content would go away and it would reset for the next month. And the idea was that members would know that since the content is going away, it would light a fire under your butt to actually take the course every month, actually get the most out of the membership every month um, and have people really complete the courses so that, um, yeah, they would be motivated to complete the courses because they knew that the course was going away. What ended up happening was that happened for most people. However, life happens. And a lot of times people would be like, oh, I really wanted to take... The class on how to build a lead magnet, but I just didn't get a chance. And then the content reset and now it's gone. And I really wish that I could access that course again. So I'm changing it up. I've got all of these amazing courses on how to set yourself up as a profitable, non-crazy making online business. And instead of gatekeeping that content, I am going to start releasing that content as mini courses that you can take a la carte. So if you want to learn how to pitch press, you can just go and take that class. If you want to learn how to use chat GPT, you can just go and take that class. We're going to see how that goes. So that's the biggest update as it pertains to y'all Um, that... One-on-one services are not available right now, but that you should keep your eyes peeled. You should be on my email list, um, which you can join on my website, KelseyFormos.com. Anytime you download a freebie, uh, you can opt into the email list, or you can go to the contact page and just subscribe to the email list directly there if you don't need or want one of those freebies. Uh, People on my email list will be getting regular updates about... Magic words copywriting stuff, what courses are coming available? I'm probably going to drip them out a little bit. I'm not going to just release everything at once. Um, but I can tell you the first two classes that I'm going to be releasing are the two most popular, which are how to use Chat GPT in a way that is not scary and is very handholdy <laughs> um, and really easy and fun. You also get a lot of prompts that are pre-written for you inside that course. And then finally, um, the how to pitch press with no experience. That is the other most popular course. And that is going to be, those two courses are going to be going up hopefully by the end of February. So stay tuned for that if that is of interest to you. Okay, so I've mentioned a couple times now that one-on-one copywriting is going away. And this is another big announcement that I had. I was waiting to share until I was really ready. I wanted to get my feet under me a bit. Um, But I decided that rather than just act like this wasn't happening and sort of like quietly sunsetting one-on-one copywriting services, I wanted to actually tell y'all the story of why that's happening, because I wish that other people had told stories like this. Because once I started to tell people privately or like one-on-one in messages or starting to tell clients that I was offboarding one one-on-one services, so many people were like, oh my God, me too. Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to do this. Um oh my gosh, this happened to my friend. Thank you for telling me. Like people felt a lot less alone when I told them this story. And so rather than gatekeeping it, I'm just going to share it on the podcast, which feels really vulnerable if I'm super honest for many reasons, which we'll get into. Okay. So this story starts in October of 2022. Once upon a time in October of 2022, my uh, career, at that time in October of 2022 was I had been with a startup for three and a half years. And for many of those three and a half years, I plugged along happily and I uh, really liked my job and I was able to meet a lot of amazing people and do a lot of amazing things and learn amazing skills. And then without, um, doing any blaming or getting too into the weeds, Some shifts happened within that company where it started to take a toll on my mental health and it started to be really not fun anymore. It started to be scary and intense and I started to lose confidence. There was a lot of things that kind of slowly happened over the course of six months that led to burnout. And I now know what burnout really means, and I do not use that term lightly. It's a term that is thrown around a lot, especially on Instagram and TikTok and the social media. Um, I don't know, it's like social media therapy memes. I don't know how else to say it. Burnout. If you've experienced it for real, it is one of the most intense things I've ever gone through. And if you listened last week to my podcast episode with Jocelyn Norris, you you heard about a little bit more about the specifics of my experience. But um, because Jocelyn was also at that company at that time, and she really helped me. But what uh, was really fascinating was in talking with her later, I learned that not only was I not, not alone, not only was I not crazy, I was not alone. There were many people behind the scenes afraid to speak up about what they were feeling and what they were going through because they were worried about losing their jobs, being ostracized, um, not playing politics. There was a lot mixed up in that. There was a lot of like culture of secrecy that made my burnout feel feel like it was just me made me feel like I was broken made me feel like there was something wrong with me so I couldn't even open a computer for over a month like I couldn't when I physically took the laptop to mail back to the company like something happened in my body just even holding the laptop that I mean I'm still unpacking it like it was so deep and so wild Anyway, all this to say, I had a really bad taste in my mouth about working for a company back in October of 2022. I took three full months to heal from my burnout. It was that intense. And then in January of 2023, I hired a fancy business coach and I posted publicly about this. There is a podcast episode about it called five hard lessons I learned from a fancy business coach. This is all public. I hired a fancy business coach and I did get some good stuff out of it. I learned how to make an actual business plan. I learned how to uh, figure out net versus gross profits. I learned about revenue streams. I learned all kinds of fancy things. Um, However, one thing that happened with this fancy coaching company was a shaming of people who were not reaching a certain level of monthly revenue. And it was not helpful. Uh, I ended up leaving that coaching company. And what I watched happen over the course of a year was I realized, oh, this company is not an outlier. This is actually a sales tactic that a lot of quote unquote business coaches or coaching companies are using to get people to invest like tens of thousands of dollars on these promises that you're gonna make six figures and then they make you feel like it's your fault If you're not making six figures, um, even if you are executing the plan that they lay out for you, even if you are putting in the effort, uh, that's all I want to say about that particular experience. Um, but I started to notice it across the board, across the internet that a lot of programs were starting to do this. Or maybe we're just more vocal about it. Like people, it felt desperate. It felt like, um, I this is a little bit of a dramatic word, but fear-mongering. Like they were trying to get people scared so that people felt like, oh my God, if I don't invest in this business coach, then, um, then I'm going to, I don't know. It just, it felt very fear-mongering. And I don't want to do that. I never want to do that. And so what I built over the course of 2023 was very much based on no fear-mongering, no shaming people for not making a certain amount of money, no empty over-promising, like just teach people skills, just help people with their copy, just help people feel confident and have the tools that they need When it comes time to talk about themselves, their services, or their business, like that's what magic words copywriting is. And it is none of that nonsense, none of that bro marketing nonsense, none of that over-promising nonsense um, that's not helpful to anybody. That's not what we do here. And it was really hard. I will be honest. It was really hard on slower months in business, to not be tempted to start to use that urgency language to make people feel a sense of urgency to work with me. And I really, really tried and uh, really, really tried to stay in my values set and um, build something great. And I did. And here's where it gets a little complicated. I, in that year of going back to full-time freelance work, um, and I am not an LLC, I was not an S-Corp, I am just a sole proprietor, which I think is very important to say because I am sure that there are resources out there and ways that I could have done things differently um, to avoid what happened next. So I just want to say that. But this happened to me as a sole proprietor, freelancer, running this copywriting company that had a digital course and membership component. I was doing fine. I was making enough money to cover my expenses. Was it matching my old corporate salary? Absolutely not. But it was enough. However... Because it was enough, the way that, I don't want to get too in the weeds with this because it's kind of complicated to explain. Because I started making enough money to actually live, I then lost access to assistance for health insurance. And there was like a month-long, six-week-long struggle with multiple government entities who wouldn't talk to each other. It was a nightmare. I felt so um, just powerless, just completely powerless. And I was also trying to show up and do my best work as a team of one and, like, make enough money to pay the rent and buy groceries Um, but my health insurance bill quintupled. And when I say health insurance bill, I mean my premium. So not even actual healthcare, like just to have the privilege of having a piece of plastic in my wallet that says I have health insurance. All this to say, I started to burn out again, except this time it was due to the practical elements Of running a business and not the business itself, not the work itself. And I began to look at my current situation in my life. I began to look at where my energy was going. I began to look at the direction my mental health was taking. Uh, I looked at my family situation, um, you know, how my partner and I hit my partner's situation has changed as well. He's in grad school now. And there were a lot of factors that contributed to me making the decision to look for a traditional job again. And what I really want to talk about is the shame that I felt internally, like the shame that I put on myself that I quote, couldn't hack it, or that I quote, wasn't good enough, or that I wasn't making enough money. Or that I was stupid because I couldn't figure this out. So many unhelpful negative self-talk spirals that I know intellectually are not true. But they were still playing in my head and in my body. And I want to own that. I want to own that. And anybody out there who is feeling any of those things, you are not alone. You are not crazy. It is really really hard to run your own business. And anybody who tells you different is selling you something. (laughs) Um, It doesn't mean that it's not worth it. It doesn't mean that it can't bring you amazing joy and fulfillment. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't have a business. That is not what I am saying. I am saying that for this particular season of my life, I could not connect the dots in such a way where it made sense for me to continue only freelancing. And so, I began searching for a traditional job. Which leads me to a whole other thing on the current job market. It was a brutal roller coaster. I my heart goes out to anyone who is searching for a job right now. It is tough. It is really tough. It is possible um, I, you know, I don't want to just just, dis- I don't want to be a huge Debbie Downer today. That is not my intention. My intention is to be like, you're not crazy. <laughs> it is hard. It is a uniquely tough moment to be searching for a job. It took me months. Um, I applied for low, so many jobs that, you know, I didn't get any kind of response wild, super overqualified for most of them. And then finally, I had a shift mentally where I was like, I have been hiding the fact that I am doing this job search. And I think I need to shift the way I'm thinking about this from a place of shaming myself to a place of owning that I need something different right now in this season. And so I finally went out to my network, my personal network, and I just came right out with it. And I said, hey, this is what I'm good at. Here is a portfolio of my past work. This is the type of job that I'm looking for. Do you know anybody hiring? Can you connect me with anybody at a company that seems like it would fit this bill? For the first time, I really owned and sat in that space of wanting And accepting the gift of a job. Because that's what it was to me at that time. Like, it is a gift. I was ready to accept that gift. And lo and behold, within two weeks, a personal contact put me in, like, a closed Slack group where somebody posted that someone was looking for a head of marketing. I DM'd them. I met with the company. Two weeks later, I was hired. And right now, since the beginning of January, I have been working a traditional job again. And I actually really like it. I really like it. And here's why. There's a, a lot of reasons why I like it. I like the job itself. That is like a huge gift. I really like the job itself. Um, I also immediately felt this relief of health insurance is taken care of. And like, I will be getting, I can count on this much money being in my bank account every couple of weeks. That alone allows, allows me to actually start to think more creatively about how I want to show up in this space. And I think that that is something that a lot of entrepreneurs aren't honest about. They make it seem like the income that they're getting from their company, from their creative project is what's fueling their creativity, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it is working a completely different job that allows you the freedom to breathe (laughs) and to not be in survival mode so that you can start to think about creating better podcasts, hiring uh, this type of person to help you with this task, turning a membership into one-off courses, having the mental capacity to write more creatively again for me. There's so many things, so many dominoes have now fallen As a result of not being in survival mode. And I just really want to be public about that. They there it is. It does not mean that you are a failure as a business owner. If your business. Isn't immediately in a place where you are making. Enough money or more money than it takes to support yourself and your family. That does not mean that you're a failure, period. Um, Last thing I want to say here is I was very vocal about this whole process with a couple of my really close friends. Like I have two best friends from college and one of them is also a writer. She's a professional author and I was just expressing to her like, you know, about all of the health insurance stuff. And she was like, yeah, like, thank God my husband works a traditional job. And so that's how I have health insurance. And I'm able to be a writer full time. Not a lot of people talk about that, that they get their health insurance from their spouse Um, (laughs) and that they don't actually get it from their, their business. Anyway, point being, she sent me an article from Slate, this author, Eden Robins, who Uh, wrote a article about finding part-time work as a crossing guard and how it allowed her to have mental capacity and emotional capacity to work on her writing again. And she left a very fancy professional writing job at ironically a mental health app where She was making a lot more money and and all of that, but she was – she didn't have – she realized that what she really wanted was to not feel like she was in survival mode and that she actually wanted to have the capacity to work on her passion, which was writing. She writes novels. And when I read that article – and I'll put the the link to the article in the show notes because it's a really incredible story. When I read that article – it really hit home for me that it's not about the number of zeros. It's not about the paycheck. It is about what situation can I put myself in where I feel safe? And there's a lot of rhetoric out there like, do it scared? Yes. Like, that is meant to inspire you to create things like absolutely. There is a place for that type of language, but there is also a place for listening to what you need in any given season. And it is okay if not, if not in every single season, you're like hustle and grind, hit that six figure year, like whatever it is. It is okay. To have seasons where you allow yourself some time to rest, recalibrate, have things taken off of your plate, rest and digest so that whatever is next for you, the next iteration of your business, the next iteration of your creative project isn't from a place of pulling teeth. Or like crawling over a finish line, but rather from a really grounded, aligned, resourced place, like you can, you are allowed to give yourself that gift. And that's something I've been telling myself a lot recently is that I am allowed to enjoy this. It does not mean that magic words copywriting is a failure. In fact, it is a huge success. I've built this amazing community. This podcast um, is almost at 100 episodes. It's amazing. Um, I have half of my memoir written and half of a historical fiction novel written and um, a new substack, which I'll talk about next time because we've had a lot of announcements today. (laughs) Um, And there's like so many incredible things that have been created that came from me that I'm really proud of. And just because I'm not hustling for one-on-one copywriting clients and trying to figure out health insurance, that doesn't mean that magic words copywriting is a failure. It is a success. And I am so grateful to every single person who has helped to make it a success. Every single student, I truly celebrate every single time somebody enrolls in anything, any follower on any social media platform. Thank you. Like every time somebody clicks that subscribe button, I celebrate. I'm so grateful that you want to be part of this journey. And I'm so grateful that you, like me, think about entrepreneurship differently in a way that is perhaps a little bit softer, a little bit more inclusive, a little bit more kind, a little bit more for the introverted, creative hearted souls who feel things deeply, who feel a little bit icky when they get when they come across bro marketing. You are my people. And I am honored to be part of your journey. So thank you. Man, I think that covers it. That was a lot. That was a lot, fam. Um thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you made it to the end, you're a real one. Um, Again, just the practical stuff. Those courses that were previously BYOB membership-only courses will be going up by the end of February. How to use ChatGPT and how to get press with no experience. Um, If you want to be informed about that, stay tuned on my Instagram at Kelsey.Writes or Make sure that you are on my email list and you can do that either by downloading a free resource at Kelseyforemost.com/slash freebies or by going to Kelseyforemost.com slash contact and hitting that subscribe button. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Magic Maker. And stay tuned for the rest of this season because we are this season. It's there's no seasons of this podcast for the upcoming podcast because That's another thing that I've been had the space to do is to actually have interviews again and find amazing guests for you. Um, There are so many amazing guests coming up in the next few weeks. So make sure you're subscribed to Find Your Magic. Again, the only thing that's going away is the one-on-one copywriting work. Everything else is getting better. So thank you. That's really it, I promise. I love y'all. Thank you for being here, Magic Makers. Hey magic maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate review, subscribe, and follow find your magic on Apple podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic.